What's going on, everybody? Baseball is in full effect this season. It is May. We are a month in, and we're going to get into the nitty-gritty. Let's go get it. What is going on, spectators? Welcome back to another episode. It is episode 134, and it is May 2nd. My name is Julian. I am here with Brooklyn, and I am here with a special guest for today's episode, Jordan Bonadonna. How are you doing today, everybody? I'm so good. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, absolutely. And Brick, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Yankees are steamrolling. I'm loving every single bit of it. NBA playoffs are going on. I'm loving that, but... We, we got some fun stuff in store for you today. Yes, and, and you mentioned the NBA playoffs. Um, some good games starting in the second round. We're going to get more into that uh, either later this week or we might just hop mm-hmm. into it next week. We haven't fully decided, but be on the lookout for an NBA episode. We're going to catch you guys up on everything regarding that. But since we do have Jordan here today, we know she is a big baseball person. And, you know, as you guys know, so are we. All of us are Yankees fan, keep in mind. Yes. And we are in the middle of a nine-game win streak. You're going to be hearing a lot of that. So if you don't like the Yankees, you're going to have to suffer through this episode. I, I do apologize. I don't at all. Um, but, but yeah, Yankees are in a nine-game win streak. Uh, they are just incredibly hot. Alongside the Crosstown rivals with the Mets, it's like the first time in the longest since like the early 2000s that both teams have just been successful at the same time. And um, just thoughts on the early season. First month in thoughts yeah no I I mean regarding the Yankees like it feels like a different team compared to the last couple years which is funny because it's like a lot of the same guys it's a lot of turnover we didn't make that many moves in the offseason but it's just like the mentality and the way that they are going into games feels so different which was like my biggest complaint the past couple of seasons Um, but it's been a fun start to see yeah, like the Mets off to a hot start. Um, like teams are surprising us. Like the Rockies were off to a hot start for a minute. Like it's just been, I mean, it's baseball. You don't know what to expect. And it's been that. I was watching the ESPN broadcast with uh, Michael K and A-Rod. Shout out to ESPN for doing that. K-Rod. <laughs> awesome. It gives my Yankee fandom just pulling the strings on that. But they mentioned <laughs> the Yankees, the Mets, the Angels, and the Dodgers. This is the first time in Major League history that they've all led their respective divisions at any given point. Wow. That's, that's yeah. really sick. Yeah. <laughs> no, the Angels the have Angels. been a fun surprise <laughs> yeah. for sure. I mean, not a surprise. We know that they have good players, but it's fun to see them actually put it together, you know? That's been the biggest thing. Yeah. When are they finally going to be able to put it together? Well, yeah. them actually get some pitching, right? And they went out and tried to get pitching. They still need help. Like, they're five starters. Yeah. Like, a revolving door that's not very good but to have them at least at this point in a division with the Astros who have played pretty decent ball they haven't been terrible um and the Mariners have been pretty good too outside of this uh this road stretch they're on that they played the Rays you know Angels being the first I we've said it a million times get Shohei get Mike Trout in the playoffs because Mike Trout is still playing like the best player in the world who would have thought (laughs) oh no who would have thought and yeah, that, that's a really cool thing, though. Uh, the Angels really are the reason that hasn't happened, huh? We've been waiting on them. Exactly. <laughs> We've been waiting. We've, We've been, been waiting, waiting for I've sure. I've been begging. 
Like, I'm not even an Angels fan, and I've been begging for them to be good. I want yeah, to I mean, if you're a baseball fan, yeah. If yeah. you're a baseball fan in general, you want to see Shohei and Trout in the playoffs. I mean, yeah. it's been a decade, and we don't, haven't seen the best player in there, you know? It's insane. Like, not even a glimpse of it. Not even a wild, yeah. not even a wild card. Not even, not like, a game, like, extra one. So, like... I think he has, like, a, like, a few at-bats in the playoffs, and that's, like, it. But... Yeah, so you know it's early to be talking about that, but and that's like it's it's gonna be a tough division too. But oh yeah, just the fact that they're like starting hot, if they can keep it up, yeah, I hope they keep it up. The Astros still scare me. I think they haven't hit their stride yet. So yeah, and and Verlander has looked really good and really not good. So like we'll figure out where he is uh, on the on the comeback tour for him. But you know he's he's a different breed. So I I expect him to kind of figure it out. Kind of just like, you know, you look over, we mentioned the Mets, Max Scherzer. I mean, he's just like figured it out. Like he moves to another team, his third team in like a year. And it's yeah. like business as usual. doesn't really matter. He's just going to yeah. eat innings like he does, strike everybody out. It's yeah, just, the DeGrom, DeGrom injury like hasn't slowed them down like at no. all. They're no, just still I, rolling. And that's another like best in baseball. I mean, Jacob DeGrom hasn't really seen the playoffs too much either and the Mets are finally seemingly scoring runs it, it, yeah. in theory, kind of. Yeah, yeah, because even the Sunday night game last night, Scherzer didn't, you know, quite have it, and Dom Smith just picked him up. <laughs> like so, they're kind of firing on all cylinders right now. And hopefully, they keep it up and they don't revert back to the old Met ways once the ground yeah. gets back. Because that's going to be so sad. Because going into the season, I've said it a couple times, the Mets are to me the scariest team on paper. Like there's, obviously the Dodgers super are there, scary. But yeah, especially that but they're, they're right up there without the Grom, right? Mm. And if they like, if it comes to the point, you know, mid-season, if they need a piece, like yeah. obviously they have shown they're gonna go get it. Like they don't care. Uh, money's not a factor. They will do what they need to do. Well, and clearly money's not a factor because today, yes. like right before uh, we went live on this, they DFA'd Robinson Cano, which they owe $40 million to Robinson Cano. Yeah. Years. He's just not even on the years. roster anymore. He's yeah. gone. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Which the crazy yeah. part is they waited until after the suspension to do it. Like they gave him a year to like sit and it's like, oh yeah, we want you. And then he hit like 180 in like, you know, eight games. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah now we're done. Very We're odd. done with you now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Old. Then the rosters, the rosters went down two today. Yeah. Yeah. Two spots. Mm-hmm. So why that's why that happened. But I'm sure you guys know that. But yeah, no, it's cool that they're like giving the guys that deserve to be there their shot over like Robinson Cano just because he has, you know, the big contract. And, and they were talking about, do they DFA Cano when there's been rumblings of like Lindor saying, don't do that, he's a leader in the clubhouse? Or do mm. they DF, or do they send uh, Dominic Smith down to the minors? And he goes off last night. I think he went yeah, like... He's like, I'm not going. <laughs> like, don't send me down. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> no, Dom's a beast too. When, when Dom's, Dom's right, he's one of their best hitters. So yeah, that would uh, not be a great move to, to be sending him out of there. And then it's like, what do you do? Do you send out... Um, Tyler Beagle, that's been like, I don't remember how to pronounce his last name, but he's been like dominant in his last couple starts, including the no hitter the other day. Like, do you send him down? Or like, who do you get rid of? You got to get rid of Cano. He's, he's the old guy, not really helping out the team as much anymore. 
I'd love to know your guys' thoughts on the no-hitter. What do you guys think of, like, combined no-hitters? Like, are they real? Are they, like, do they lose a little bit of their touch so because they're combined? I used to be really anti-team no-hitter. I used to be really against it. But that was, like, you know, before pitchers weren't going five innings now. Uh, yeah. So over the last couple of years, I've become a lot more advanced analytics because I just have. I used to be a, I used to be a pretty casual fan until, like, five or six years ago and then got like pretty heavily into like analytics and all that. And I'm like, okay, I don't want my pitcher going nine innings. If it means he's throwing 140 pitchers just for a no hitter. Like it's not that great of an accomplishment. So like, let's, let's get the bullpen in. Let's get this team. No hitter. It still counts. Like you think, (laughs) do you think the Brewers are upset? They had a team combined. No hitter. Mm -hmm. No, like last year they got it. Corbin Burns is part of it. Josh Hader is part of it. That's like two of their best pitchers ever. They're happy. I think it's a little more impressive because as a single person, you could have it that day. You you could just be balling out. But the fact that you can combine for a no-hitter and as a unit, as a team, you just completely shut down and dismantle this other team, that's pretty dope. Because it's so easy for you to have that and then you come in and the other guy just... Right. To like for every, every person to come in to have it for sure is a feat. Yeah. Yeah, No, I like, I'm still on the fence with it. I, um, for me, I'm like, ah, it's not the same. It's like, it almost like I almost want it to be recognized as something like separate. Like I was it pitching ninja called it like a Kono and I'm like, we should just start calling them Konos now, like combined no hitters. But, um, but no, it's like a good point. Like every guy has to have it, but yeah, no, it's the age of analytics. Like, it's going to be more and more rare to see a guy go the full nine innings. Um, so, yeah, it's still something to be celebrated for sure. Yeah, yeah no it, and, and I think that's the main thing about it. Like, there's no way that if you're a manager and it's, you know, your May 2nd start and you missed part of spring training and you're 75 pitches in in the sixth inning that your manager is going to let you finish this no-hitter. It's just not going to happen. And so, I mean, we saw it with Kershaw with the exactly. perfect yeah, game, he had not a perfect, even no hitter. Yeah, and that one's a whole yeah. different beast because perfect games. There's only uh, tw- I don't remember the number. There's there's only 20, a handful in the twenties. Yeah. yeah, there's only a handful that have ever happened. And you know, baseball's been around a long time. So when you have an opportunity for that, you would think you keep it. But you know, we're trying to keep these guys healthy, especially a guy like Kershaw who's been around. Um, there was rumors with his injury that he almost retired in the off season. So. That's the guy you keep healthy. And they got to get I'm more okay with the combined no-hitter. I'm not okay with the combined perfect game. Yeah. Yeah. I can like get that, that's, yeah. Where I, that's where I draw the line because get. the perfect <laughs> game is like, you're perfect. I don't, yes. I don't care about yeah, the, that's the difference. coming in for you, that. The but, individual like feet yeah. versus like a team thing for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because you you look at all the names of people and then you have insert random combined. Team <laughs> name here. Like, <laughs> Nah, I'm not, I'm not yeah. here that. You got, Fair enough. imagine you had a perfect game and you got like eight and two thirds and the manager comes out, and just takes you out for the last out. That would be the worst feeling. Oh, the there would be riots. Would be the worst <laughs> I think Max Scherzer would like beat up Showalter. Yes. Like certain pitchers yeah, no. would just like actually just <laughs> jump them. Yeah. yeah, no, there's no way if it was like, if he wants in the game, there's no way you're pulling that guy. There's no way. And, you know, we got to see um, a Yankee no-hitter last year, which is really cool. The cool thing about that game, too, Brooklyn and I have seen a total of, like, five to ten games together over the last two years just because we live close, but schedules and 
you know, it's baseball. Like, not every game is important, so we don't watch every game together. Um, Sure. For whatever reason, I don't even know why, but for whatever reason, he came over to my house for that game, and we watched the Kluver no-hitter together, and that was a really, really fun game. We were on edge the whole time. That's so, yeah. No, that was, like, if anything, he gave us that. Like, he gave us the no-hitter. Um, it was awesome. It was on his bobblehead night for the opposing team, which is hilarious. That, um, <laughs> that has to be the most impressive part of it. He had yeah. to go into your old team's crib on bobblehead night for you for whatever reason. I don't know why yeah, they, they gave had, him like, a bobblehead. From the year before. They, they made <laughs> they bobbleheads before they realized he couldn't play. They're like, well, we got mm-hmm. <laughs> to get yeah. rid of these. <laughs> so funny. That's awesome. And I've been looking it. for one of those bobbleheads for a while, but people are people are taxing on them. They're pretty. Yeah, expensive. now it's like yeah. the no-hitter bobblehead. <laughs> yeah, I've, I was trying to find one to to add to the collection, but they're a little expensive for me. So we'll we'll hopefully we can find. <laughs> if you guys got one, you want to sell me one? Let me know. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> but so we we mentioned no-hitters, right? In perfect games, which are just like really cool memories. Like if you were at a game, like we remember that we weren't even at the game. We we're in my old. We were in my old room watching that. Um, do you have any, like, specific fond memories of being at games? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I am a West Coast Yankees fan. I grew up in the Bay Area. Um, so for me, it's always when the Yankees come to town. Like, that's the only time I could, like, go see my boys. Um, but I, in 2019, I... <laughs> I Flew to the London series, which was awesome. Um, so, like, that was, like, a super cool experience to be able to, like, experience all of that. Um, and those two games were were wild and, like, like they weren't like baseball. They were just crazy. Um, those were awesome. And then I finally went to my first playoff game. Was it that year as well? The A's. Um, I've always just been wa- waiting for the A's um, and Yankees to match up in the playoffs so I could finally go to a playoff game here and see them. But that's... That's never happened, and uh, looks like it probably won't happen for a while now with the A's doing what they're doing. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, so I'm still waiting to get to that Yankees playoff game. But, yeah, I've never been to a no-hitter. That's awesome. But, yeah, the London Series was probably one of the coolest, like, experiences baseball-wise I've been able to do. There's also a video I saw on your uh, TikTok, so... Shout out to Jordan's TikTok. We'll make sure she plugs that, and you guys go yeah, check we'll have out the videos on there. But no um, I saw you had a story about getting a jersey signed. Yeah, so at my first ever game, it's right there. It's on the wall. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Jeter is my guy, as he is, I'm sure, yours. But he was always the best. In Oakland, it's super accessible to go to batting, batting practice and just, like, walk down to the dugout. And, like, players are always uh, – the away team bats last. Uh, so they're always out there taking their, their swings. And afterwards, Jeter was always the best about getting autographs. So as a little girl, like, just screaming my head off at him, you know. And he came over and he, he signed he signed a jersey. Um, I went to Fenway to go see the Yankees uh, play there as well. And it was actually a week after seeing them in Oakland um, where he signed a different baseball for me there. And I'm he, like, recognized me from the week before. like, And he's like, oh, you're at Fenway now. And he, like, gave me his bat, which was, like, which is also up there. Wow. Um, yeah, he was, I mean, he was the man when it comes to just taking time for the fans. Uh, he was awesome. But those are just, yeah, special memories. If you're ever, for any baseball fans that are on the West Coast, if you're ever in the Bay Area and if your team is, like, the away team, 
Like, I highly recommend going early to batting practice, getting down there, getting some autos, because they're always super great about it. That's awesome. Yeah. Especially for Jeter to be the one that yeah, right. you oh, get yeah. autographs from. Yeah, it was just like my eyes. I mean, you like, can't it's... ask for anything better. <laughs> no, it was like the moment. It's like I look at that jersey, and it's almost like the moment that I'm like, like fell in love with baseball because it's just like the coolest experience and like that's what it's about yeah i was gonna ask is that what solidified it oh yeah that was like yeah oh yeah that's like i was like line sinker i was done (laughs) amazing totally well and and that's like that's what people are always saying like having the players take their you know it's only a couple minutes you go sign some autographs and all that but that's what gets people to either love a player, love a team, anything like that. Totally. Like, if you went to an Oakland game and say you got, I don't know who was on the team back then. I, oh, my God, I have no idea. But if you got <laughs> uh, a Coco Crisp signature from back then. You Eric been Chavez. Like, yeah, you would have been like, wait, Coco Crisp is pretty cool. Eric Chavez is pretty yeah. cool. And you follow them right. the rest of their career. Um, Absolutely. Being Yankee, yeah. I think it's the little moments. And, and that's what makes baseball so special because it's just a bunch of isolated moments that kind of happen that can make really impactful things for people's lives so shout out totally to the and like too. A, with covid too like we were missing so much of that you know um so it's really cool that we're back in it you know back in the swing of things back back into all that yeah that that was a crazy time and me and Ju went to spring training game right before the season got canceled and it was for garrett cole's spring debut all that the energy was crazy, and then it was packed. It was out. literally a sold out. That's insane. Because it was his first ever time pitching for the Yankees. Wow. There, wow. There's a, there's a funny part too, because that was right after the scandal with the Astros. Astro <laughs> fan walks by right in front of us. We literally booed him from behind home plate in the stands because <laughs> we were like sitting right there, all the way maybe to the outfield of the first baseline. It was a good like the, six each section. <laughs> Incredible. All of the sections just picked up. It was like a chain. <laughs> And then quick segue with uh, the Astros. You're going to an Astro game next week. Yeah, I'm trying to go next week. Um, My sister lives in Texas. My little niece's birthday is next week. So I will be out there. And I'm like, well, if I'm out there, I need to go to an Astros game. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, so definitely trying to make that happen. I will be incognito, though. I will be wearing absolutely nothing Yankees. They will not know I'm a Yankees (laughs) fan. But it's going to be fun. Yeah. Do you know who they're playing? Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to go to the Tigers series. So nothing super crazy, but it, maybe it'll be cheaper tickets. Who knows? It definitely will. So no, I'm just excited. I'm trying to to check off every stadium. That's like my goal. That's my bucket list. So what stadiums so have you been to so far? Yeah. Yeah. So A's, Giants, Angels, Red Sox, Yankees, Mets, uh, Orioles, and Mariners. Okay, good so, little chunk. Still we're getting there. Dodgers we're getting there. Long. Got a ways to go. Yeah, no Dodgers yet though. So I'm close. Yeah, that'll be this year for sure. I'll te- check off Dodgers and Padres this year as well. Okay. Yeah, Which one's Padres your favorite too. so far? Well, being a West Coast Yankees fan, going to Yankee Stadium, it's just like, oh, I'm finally with my people because <laughs> um, like I never am around other Yankees fans. Uh, so that was like super cool. Um, but I mean, I honestly loved City Field like a lot, like way more than I thought I would. Yeah. Um, and then Fenway ha- is such a cool atmosphere in itself too. Cause I mean, that just the history and it's so unique and all of that. Yeah. Absolutely. I've, I've been on the record saying I like city field more than I like the new Yankee stadium. I've, I've yeah, been on the record. It's, it's real. They did a great job. It's, it's really nice. Cool. It's yeah, really cool. cool. And I went in, like, I didn't have like, I knew it'd be cool, but 
going in with low expectations or just no expectations, I guess. It just, I was, I was pretty blown away by City Field. Yeah. No, it's really nice. And you need to, you definitely need to go to a Padres game because I love yeah. San, San Diego is like my favorite city. Oh my God. I love it there so much. Yeah. Their stadium is fun too. Especially now that they have like, the fans came out of the woodwork. So like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, now they have a squad. So like, yeah, I feel like that atmosphere is going to, would be super fun to be at as well. Yeah, with, with some good play. Yeah, they have a squad. I mean, Manny Machado's playing his butt <laughs> off right now. Whenever Tatis oh, is healthy, he's as good mm-hmm. as it gets. Uh, if, if you're there for, like, a Musgrove start or you Darvish. I mean, they have even... They have yeah, I, I want to see my boy Manaya there. Yeah, Sean Manaya. <laughs> oh, man. It, that's um, a buddy of our friend of the pod, Connor, if you're listening. Shout out, Connor. A big A's guy. He's, like, kind of giving okay. up A's a little I mean, bit. I mean, well being expect. from here. Yeah. Um, so he's kind of watching a little bit more giants baseball right now which is fair i don't blame him (laughs) he he, um one thing we always give him a lot of flack for is the a's are just constantly trading away guys and so it it just has to be and i assume you follow the a's to a decent extent i do yeah um Um, it has to feel weird just seeing like every team just have like remnants of the a's and like former squads and all that yeah no just being here and like i mean i go to a's games all the time so they're kind of like my second team i do like i love like i love the city of oakland and like and i want good things for oakland so like i do root for the a's it's been like sad like it's gotten to the point i mean even with like the attendance everyone's talking about the attendance issues with the a's this year um you know only pulling like three thousand four thousand fans a game and it's just like it's not because the fans aren't there it's just they're so heartbroken and like so tired of like seeing you know their owner just trade away their guys like year after year after year and like they're such loyal and dedicated fans it's just such a slap in the face um so it's like really heartbreaking and like I feel for them and like I want good things I want them to stay in Oakland but it just feels more and more like he's trying to get out of Dodge so I don't blame the Oakland fans at all yeah no it's almost just like they're like boycotting, you know, like they're sick yeah. of it. And like, I, you know, you can't blame them. Not, not at all. Yeah. No, and it's crazy. Cause like there's 25 other organizations that wish they could have guys like Josh Donaldson, Marcus Simeon, Matt Chapman. I mean, there's just a list of guys yeah. that come through their organization that they just either give away for nothing or let walk or trade. Yeah. The Marcus Simeon. Yeah, that Simeon. one like was heartbreaking too. So he's like from here. He's from the he Bay. So he's stay. like a guy. He wanted to stay, and we're like they didn't even give him the qualifying offer. It was just like he would have taken ah. less to stay, and they didn't even try. It's like, yeah, they just nope. You're like it's just it's really heartbreaking. Um, it's really heartbreaking. I I want yeah, sell the team, get a new owner, like start treating your fans better. <laughs> Yeah, because the fans put so much into a team, too. Like, you give hours, you give money, you give your whole life if you're a yeah. diehard fan. And for Absolutely. the team, it's just you look at them and they're not doing anything to... Yeah, and I always really say it, too. I know the Coliseum, the Coliseum is, like, people, you know, it gets, gets uh, poo-pooed on a little bit there, being the stadium it is. But it's, like, if you go there, the atmosphere, the people you interact yeah. with... They're yeah. the they're the best, they're like the, best. the absolute best. Like it's an experience like that. Like you won't get it at any other stadium. Like they're amazing. Yeah, I, I would to... still probably rather go to the Coliseum than Tropicana Field. Oh, amen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's it's all we have, dude. It's what we have. 
Oh, okay, yeah. So that's like your spot to go to. Is yeah. The trop, huh? Yeah. Okay. Because because yeah. we're out in Tampa, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So we thankfully we have the Rays. We have a team. Shout out. Yes. Um, the Yankee Spring Training is actually closer to us, and the Yankee Spring Training typically gets more fans than the Rays do, does, as you'd expect. A lot of Yankees yeah, fans are. I believe here. it. Um, uh, yeah. But when the Yankees play the Rays and the Yankees or the Rays play the Red Sox. That's when they sell their tickets. They like bank right. on being in the AL East. If the if the Rays were in like the NL East or like any other division, they would have been just kicked out of town just like two decades <laughs> ago. Like actually, I I've stood by like the Yankees and Red Sox pay the rent for Tropicana Field for the longest. Yeah, I believe what? it. Yeah, Yankees yeah. fans. It's funny to see they just take over everywhere. Yeah, Red Sox it's fans like too. seventy thirty sometimes Yankee fans when you go to a Rays game. It's, it's that's insane. wild. Despite them being as good as they've been, I mean, this, this is yeah. Not yeah, like, they've been. I mean, they're amazing. Yeah, this isn't they've the poverty awesome. Rays that we've known like before twenty ten. Like they were, they've been good for a long time now, and they still just, yeah. And you know what it is? Mostly they're just too far. Like if you ever hear people say like they need to move the stadium, it's because we live in within ten minutes of Tampa. Like we're just on the outskirts of Tampa. We're in the suburbs, right? It takes us minimum an hour to get to that stadium at most two hours just because of traffic you got to go over a big bridge right and it's a pain like it's actually yeah it's a pain to get there and it's just like not worth it if it's like during the work week or right right no yeah i've been hearing that more and more too like i think i saw like a viral something going around of like fans at the trop like having signs that say like move the team to tampa (laughs) like yeah Literally. crazy but if if they moved them to tampa downtown tampa they would do so much better it'll be a lot more fun yeah and, uh, and they have the fans like you see it when they're in the playoffs like fans will show up it's not that they don't have the fans the rays become a big market team the second they move inside of tampa yeah because the fans will show up they do it for the lightning games if they're doing it for a hockey in florida imagine what they're gonna do for a good baseball team yeah yeah, no, those that team needs to A's in, in yeah. Tampa. They need new stadiums for sure. Yeah, and hopefully they don't move the A's out of Oakland, but it's looking more and more likely I know. As, as the days I know. go on. Um, I know. I'm hoping they don't go to Vegas, but it's probably what's going to happen too. If Vegas they do, just, it'll be Vegas. <laughs> Vegas is just taking all of Oakland's. Uh... Yeah, and that's the heartbreaking thing too is Oakland like has lost all their teams. Like our basketball teams now in the city in San Francisco. The Raiders moved to Vegas. Like these are all we have. <laughs> yeah, literally, and and now we're in a boycott. So. And now we're in a boycott. I hope they win it. I hope the fans win that side of it. I yeah. Hope so too man. <laughs> I really do. But yeah, so like the A's, they're they're a whole issue. But again, we're we're doing great. We didn't we haven't talked too much about it. We mentioned we mentioned the Yankees. We have yeah. Nestor Cortez pitching like an ace. Oh, Garrett man. Cole had a terrible April, finishes with a 3.00 ERA. I mean, this team is like you said, as complete and a different feeling Yankee team as we've felt since like 2018 yeah 18 19 i feel like yeah. i mean 19 we had all the injuries but like that team was fun at least like you know yeah. like hopeful like i feel hopeful again <laughs> yeah and it's it was crazy. right up until that uh last game of the tiger series where that that switch flipped and you really really feel it now because you looked at it but they weren't producing 
to start the season. So it was like, right, oh, man, are we going to do this again where we, we look good, we could do right. it, but we're just not. And then ever since that series where we, we're getting booed out of Comerica, and now we're on fire. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. They're feeding off of it, and I love it. Yeah, no, I've noticed. I mean, the thing that I have noticed, um, like, the mentality of, like, going into these, like, we just swept three of the, like, not greatest teams, right? But, like, a sweep is a sweep, so we'll take it. But, like, last year, you know, like, we were losing those series. Like, we were giving up. We were going into those series, like, with the mentality of, like, okay, so we're playing the Blue Jays next, so we need to rest every guy and rest every bullpen piece, you know, before we get to the heavy hitters. Um, And we would end up losing those games. And it just, like... What are we doing? Um, and then we missed the wild card by like, are we, yeah, miss, yeah, we are in the wild card because of one game. Um, so it's just like, I think our depth is better. Like, if looking at those bullpen pieces, like, any of those guys can be in there and I'll be happy. Like, I'll be happy. Like, it's solid. The depth is awesome. When we do rest guys, like resting Rizzo yesterday, okay, who's going to be playing first? DJ. Like, it's not like you're downgrading that much. And it's like, okay, Glaber's playing second now. I was like, last year, it's like, okay, Rugi, like, love Rugi, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I don't want to be seeing him in the game when we're not playing our best players and games we need to be winning. It's, um, I feel like the mentality is, is a lot more we need to win every game as opposed to last year. It was just like playing for tomorrow instead of playing for the game that's like right in front of you. Me and Drew were talking about that yesterday because there would be so many times we would be up 2-0 in a series. You can go get the sweep. And then they just put out a punt lineup, whatever happens, happens. And it's like, I don't want that. Give me that right. extra win so we could rack up an extra 15 at the end of the season. And totally. exactly to your point, that mentality is showing now, and I, it's great. Well, here's what's yeah, kind of crazy, it's... too. Like, they kind of did have a punt lineup yesterday. And they kind of did yes. that with this series. But she mentioned the depth of this team, like, you were yeah. able to sit Rizzo, who is maybe the hottest hitter in baseball. Uh, Leading the league in home runs. You can just yeah. sit him, <laughs> plug in DJ, and you're fine. You you throw Sevy out there. I don't think we threw a reliever twice in this series against the Royals. Which uh, is, yeah, like, I mean, Chapman for the saves. Yeah, but like, Chapman I think for the that... saves, and that was it. And I think that's right. about as punt of a series and a rest of a series as possible. And yet it didn't matter because you have Clark Schmidt giving you quality innings. Michael King has right. been the best reliever in baseball this year. Holy smokes, oh, that guy. <laughs> we, yeah, he's a, he's a weapon. He's yeah. an absolute, he's like almost a, just shut the door. Like, hey, he comes in and it's just like, it's over. Um, you have like four bona fide closers on this team with Loisega, Clay Holmes, Chapman, and like, you can throw King in there. I wouldn't even be upset if Wandy Peralta was closing games. I think Lucas Litke did close a game this series. Like, yeah. this team is really, really deep. And this time last year, you had Justin Justin Wilson and Nick Nelson. I think I think the series yes. you're referring to was the Tigers, right? Yeah, we had, we we just, had a Tiger I mean, series, series that we was, just got wow. clobbered. That was like that Tiger series happened, and the season was honestly over. Like it was just like yes, this team just I was doesn't done. have it. This team doesn't have yep. it. They're not winning a World Series. That's it. Um, and this was the Tiger series from last year because it was Tigers right. and then Blue Jays. Now it's Royals and then Blue Jays. We'll see how we play against them, but it's a three-game series in Toronto. If you lose two of them, right. it's not the end of the world. Right. It's fun. It'll be a good, like, um, test to see. Like, okay, cool. Like, you're coming off this amazing run. Like, go bring yeah. it into Toronto, you know? See what yeah, you got wrong. there. 
Go go try and uh, stop Vladdy from hitting three homers in a game, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's Preferably. nuts. At least oh, they yeah. did that the very next game, making him strike out four times. Yeah, or seven they the did. So shout out, shout out to Sevy. Shout too. out, shout out for him. Like yeah, looking good at times. Fun. I mean, he looked pretty rough at the beginning of the game yesterday. Settles in. It's nice to see. This, the, yeah, the you gotta work training through. Kind of work through, sure. and it's okay. We're getting to the middle of the season. Um, yeah, he feels like one too. That it is a little bit like, I mean, coming off of injury as well. Like he needs to be built up. It feels like he's like still in spring training almost. Of like, okay, like just get your pitch count, like, and we'll go from there. Um, but yeah, he's gonna be settling in pretty soon here. I'm excited for him. He looks good. He's making me hopeful. Speaking of a guy who took off in spring training and has disappeared to start oh, the no. year. Oh, no. Higashioka. What do, you, what do you think about that? Oh, uh, heartbreaking. Right <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting um, ah, to see what they're going to do because obviously we know defensively, like, the guys love him. Um, and all of his, like, defensive stats are amazing. But then it's like Trevino offers that as well. And we have Ben Rortvet waiting in the wings he's coming back yeah. off rehab too so it's like what are we going to do when ben Warfred's like ready to come back up like our are we going to give him a shot is someone going back down who's it going to be it's man like i want higgy to be good <laughs> i want Higgy to be good i love him I but know, it is too. a it's a bummer <laughs> yeah it's i mean but the nice thing is is lately obviously with this run the offense has been going crazy so it's not like the biggest of deals that he's not hitting but you want to see him get going soon. That that's for sure. Yeah, and I like you mentioned Ben because he's kind of hickey from the left side when it comes to hitting. And if Ben can come in and like be hot, where Hickey's not, and just like hit a couple homers, play elite defense like all three of our catchers do. Which switching from Gary to the elite defense catcher has just been like the biggest breath of fresh air ever. And to have multiple of them, it's incredible. Yeah. It's so especially nice. with yeah. Trevino coming out and producing. I don't really it's think so anybody nice. thought anything of it. Like we, yeah. saw we got him, and it was like, all right, cool. Like okay, we needed we needed another catcher. And then we but... look at what he's doing now, and it's like, shout out Cash God, the man, yeah. the man does what he does all the time and just proves us wrong. And somehow he's turned into now Cole's personal catcher. It seems like is maybe that's happening. <laughs> um which is so yeah. like just a funny narrative in itself he always has to be off the beat and have his personal catcher gary cole's but. like he's the definition of like the quirky white girl like, he was like, <laughs> like a little bit different he needs his personal catcher he had he had two options it. last year he's like i want higgy now he wants trevino he'll probably want ben <laughs> when he gets here he's gonna ask ikf to get behind the plate one yes. again oh yeah. my gosh <laughs> I, I i really do want to get like one game of ikf behind the plate just just it to would have be, yes just one just yankee legend ikf as a catcher that's what i want just one game be a good time yes <laughs> he'll, would he'll good hate time. it would be a good time <laughs> he'll absolutely Funny. hate I- it ikf behind the plate and rizzo pitching i need Ooh. it that means need we're it. getting beat by like 15 that. though or we're beating them by 15 <laughs> that's also fair <laughs> Rizzo's striking out uh, Freddie Freeman and then playing better than Freddie Freeman the next season Mwah. <laughs> incredible incredible absolutely amazing um, is there any like other team that we haven't talked about that you're watching or like interested in got an eye on moving forward I mean one that's been 
surprising in a bad way. The White Sox, they've been dealing with some stuff over in Chicago. That, like, uh, yeah, that whole division, it's kind of up for grabs. Like, I mean, I think we, as a, all thought the White Sox are, you know, they're the favorite to win that division. And they still, they still bounce back. They have a lot of injuries. Um, but man, like, that's a rough start. I gotta say, I wasn't. I've been high on the You're White Sox. The, okay. I've been high on the White Sox for the past two years. I'm a big Tim Anderson guy. Love yeah. it. I came into the season on our baseball preview. Did not have the White Sox up there to win this the, season. Okay. The, the division. And Jew okay. was surprised. He said it was the Twins, and I still don't nope. believe it. I, I don't think the Twins will win I it. I still think the Sox will come back um, and so take too. that division. Um, I mean, with yeah, once they start getting guys back, once like Liam yeah. Hendricks gets back to you know who he is and Lance Lynn. And, I hope um, they do. I really hope, I hope they, they do, too. Uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, no, that division, we'll see what happens. It's it's worse. The division is worse than we thought it was because <laughs> the White Sox aren't very good. We thought at least like the the you know the the Twins would give some tough games and the White Sox should be really good. And now it's just their like, pitching is the Twins pitching has been surprisingly like shocking. Pretty then, good. Like Joe Buxton's Ryan's been, been awesome. Insane. Joe Ryan's been like the best pitcher in the American League to start the year. He's been crazy. Outside of that, yeah. So they're. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean Nestor. Yeah, come yeah. on. <laughs> no, but he's been but awesome. Yeah, I know. Uh, of course, Buxton healthy is like as good Huge. as it gets, and Huge. Buxton is an animal. Yeah, and I yeah, saw, um, I saw. I think it was ESPN put out like a end of April, like who would be the All Star team, and the outfield was Mike Trout, Buxton, and Judge, and I'm like, oh god, just <laughs> monsters, just wow. three absolutely yeah. just like different specimen of guys. Oh, yeah. They're, like, on a <laughs> tier above, for sure. Oh, man. It's and insane. seeing Buxton, like, healthy again, hitting for powers, being the speed guy that he is, uh, it's just as five tools it possibly gets in. I, I know. I hope the Twins keep it up. Uh, I would love to see the Twins in the playoffs and get our free win, as we tend to do when we play them in the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> take their lunch money and, and, and dip, and I'm down for that. I'm absolutely I wouldn't be mad about it. Not that even would, a little bit. would be dope. <laughs> Uh, Brooklyn, how about you? Anybody surprising you or you're looking at? Um, the Padres doing as good as they are right now surprised me because I really thought that not having Tatis was going to derail them a little bit until he came back. But they're moving accordingly. It hasn't really bugged them too much. They're 15 and 8 right now. And they're sitting pretty. So, yeah, I think that's, that, like that's the, definitely a big surprise for me so far. That's the second best record in baseball or third? Uh, let's. Let's see, fifteen and eight. Well, they're oh, even. fifteen and eight. Uh, the Mets is sixteen and seven. Yeah, probably the uh, sixteen and six for the Yankees. So, yeah, they're up there. Yeah, okay. that division. You got that. The Dodgers, Giants, Padres. And Hopefully, it's going to be the race that we wanted. Diamondbacks—they're all double-digit wins. They're the only division in baseball where every team is at double-digit wins. The Diamondbacks have ten wins. 10 and 13. The oh, Rockies insane. are 13 and 9. <laughs> that is insane. Shout out to National League West. Dude, I, just, I didn't think we were going to see a dimension anytime soon. If you would have asked me this two years ago when uh, my Reds little uh, pseudo fandom started, that the Reds <laughs> were going to have 10 less wins than the Diamondbacks a month into the year. I would have never thought that. And I'm my old me is devastated, but new me doesn't care. Bro, have been. <laughs> 
being three and 19 gotta be demoralizing oh my god well and they're like in the same situation as the a's where it's almost like worse because the reds were everybody playing to like the level that they do career-wise from being maybe the best team in the national league but everybody had a down year last year besides like jesse winker and like castellanos had like a bad second half like if everybody played their career averages they would have been really really good and then they didn't and instead of just like trying to run it back and getting another piece of two they're like all right uh jesse nick <laughs> and everybody else bye-bye so, <laughs> so sad the worst. they didn't have their first lead in a game until eight games into the season <laughs> Ugh. I didn't know that. That's crazy. <laughs> it took eight games. They're off to like I think their franchise worst start. I think yeah. that's somebody oh, went into the stadium. Frick. It was it was a really bad clip. Somebody came into the stadium and they had bags over their head, and then like yeah. they were getting like interviewed or something like that. And then one of the guys comes down. And he's like, "Hey, you can't have those bags in your head." It's like <laughs> they have a minus sixty five run differential. Ooh. We're 20 games in. <laughs> I think the next highest is, or lowest, however you want to put it, is the Pirates at minus 41. Pittsburgh, baby. <laughs> it's brutal. It's brutal. That's brutal. Yeah, that that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, the, the Reds are down. They're Good Lord. They get the rookie they're down of the bad year. Right now. They're like. All right, that's yeah. that's the that's the trophy we wanted. Wrap it up, folks. And I love with uh, us three, we have our Yankee fandom, and then we have our other teams that we just for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. It's almost it's really fun to like kind of cheer for like a, a team that doesn't typically get the spotlight that we get. I, I was yeah. trying to find the right word for that, but get the spotlight that we get because like I'll go into random twitter areas or like you know I'll, we'll, I'll be streaming so i'll go to random streams and stuff and just like 20 percent of the time if it's a baseball place like the yankees are brought up in some capacity it was like ah nobody's talking about the tigers <laughs> <laughs> nobody's talking about the marlins unless like there's a specific marlins fan in there and it, yeah. it's it's nice to like have them in mind bring the little brother along <laughs> that was my thing with the padres when they signed Manny. Everybody was like, oh, why, why are they getting Manny? I was like, just the wait. Padres going to be spicy. Just wait. Yeah. Just, just, just wait on it. I, I like what they're doing over there in San Diego. And here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they can stay hot. Wait for Tatis to come back. I would love them to win that division. They're so much fun. A lot of people hate they them. Are, a lot, a lot, so many people hate Manny Machado. But they're so much fun. And Manny's playing such they good are. ball right now. Yeah. No, he's good for baseball, that's for sure. However you feel about him, he's good for baseball. Yeah, absolutely. Another another thing that's really good for baseball is content. And you're in the process of being a, a content creator for baseball. So tell us I'm a little trying. bit about that. Yeah, you're doing a good no. Job at it. Thank you. Yeah, no, just kind of starting out. I um yeah, I'm trying to get the TikTok going. Um it's been fun. It's yeah, a new world for me because I in general, like, I'm kind of a to-myself kind of person. So, like, mm -hmm. putting myself out there, I'm like, ah, what if people don't like it? I don't like, like, I don't want people not to like me, whatever. But, um, I don't know, baseball is, like, in my DNA. It's my passion. And so, it's just, I love sharing it in any capacity. I love baseball community. 
So like any sort of baseball community that can I can hopefully build on a platform is like what I'm trying to do. So just grinding away. We'll see how it goes. But feel free to check out the TikTok and maybe give a follow. <laughs> but it's fun. Them. Yeah, no, I'm all about baseball community. So plug your uh, TikTok name. Yeah, it's Jordan Bonadonna. It's just my name. J-O-R-D-A-N-B-O-N-A-D-O-N-A. So that's uh, my username on all platforms. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. Go throw her a follow. She makes fun content. Like there's, you, have a, fun. you have a good mix. Laughs. You have a good mix too. Like there's some fun stuff. Then you have like news and updates type of stuff. Yeah, some serious like, stuff. Some laughs. A exactly. little bit of everything. And it, are you having a good time making it? Because like. It's fun. It's really fun. It's a fun outlet for sure. That's um, what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure you guys know like podcasts. Like I'm sure it's the same deal. You love making your pods and it's a great outlet. I'm sure you got a fun community going and stuff too. Yeah. We've yeah. been growing with them a lot. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, love it. Uh, we're what? Uh, this is 134. So it's it's been, yeah. a, been a little minute. We're doing one a week. So it's not like this is... Uh, we're knocking out a multiple a week, but it's been really fun. And we right. know block off your Mondays because we got stuff to do and it, it's, it's a good time. So it's good to see you doing baseball content. There's never enough baseball creators and there need to be more because like it's fun yeah. to get young, younger people involved and whether it Absolutely. takes TikTok or, you know, all the YouTubers out there, shout out to all of them. Um, yeah. You know, get, get us involved, make fun content, engaging stuff. Yeah. And, and, and you definitely do that. So she's a great follow guest. Go ahead. Cool. And do that. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And you got anything <laughs> else you want to say uh, before we sign up out of here? No. I mean, thank you. I mean, thank you for having me on. It's been a blast just talking a little baseball. So appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back either later this week or next week with an NBA episode. Uh, make sure you follow us at Spectators Media. We did change the at name. It should be easier to find us now. Spectators Media and all platforms and make sure you check out jordan as well thank you guys again and we'll see you next week peace